Hare Krishna and welcome back to another episode of the Sankirtan on podcast, your number one place for all things Sankirtan. This is your host Anukul Se with us and today I am super excited as we have a very special guest from the Sacred Street Party of the UK, Rish Prabhu joins us, uh, who is an active member since five years and who has led over three marathons for the UK youth. Um, just at the age of 25 years. So today I sit down with him to talk about the Sacred Street Party's journey, the challenges, uh, and a lot more. Let's jump right in. Hare Krishna Prabhu. Hare Hare Krishna. Thanks so much for having me. So nice to be with you and so nice to have this opportunity to discuss Sankirtan. Well, it's an absolute pleasure. I mean, I've been personally following uh, the Sacred Street Party account on Instagram for years and it's just so enlivening to see, uh, you know, the youth getting in on the action and sort of presenting Krishna consciousness in such a sweet and positive way. Uh, so to get things rolling for us, uh, maybe you can tell us about how this came about, how the SSP was founded, and um, and where it is today. Sure. So if I'm not mistaken, it started way back in 2003. It was set up by a devotee called uh, Sachinandam Karuna Prabhu. So this is going back, well, over 17 years now. And it went over, went through a few different names. It started as uh, Peace Street or Peace Sankirtan. And then now it's been um, Sacred Street Party for a number of years. Had a different different group of devotees looking after at different times, went through different phases. Um, but over the last few years or so, the, uh, the youth of the UK, Panda Basena, have been uh, trying to take care of it. The members in our in our team, they're around the ages of 16 to 26, 27. So we've got a nice youth presence and we go out every Saturday, pre-lockdown. Pre-lockdown, we'd go out every Saturday from 12 to 4, distribute books. We'd have a sit-down kirtan, distribute prashad also. It's really nice, fun, vibrant atmosphere. Wow. That's, that's incredible. And uh, so sort of this weekly thing you would organize for different locations, I'm assuming, across the UK. Tell, tell me a little bit more about the kind of locations you guys uh, hang out in. So the kind of locations we go to, probably about 12 to 16 regular locations in and around London, sometimes in central London. And because the vast majority of us are based around the manor, Bhaktivedanta Manor, we have a lot of locations that are quite local. And every now and again, we travel a little bit further out and team up with local congregations outside of London. So maybe Birmingham, Crawley, Croydon, which is in South London. So like this, uh, we have a bit of a balance, some local, some further out, and some even further out for a longer day. Wow, that's that's wonderful. And these sessions which you guys are doing, how long do they usually go for? And how many people, you know, show up and how do you organize the whole thing? So it's normally from 12 to 4. And we have a core group of about 15 of us, but on a good day, maybe about eight of us will come. And then we'll have, we'll invite other people from the wider congregation, other youth members. So on a really good day, there'll be about 15, 20 devotees out on the streets. It's nice to have the the mat packed out. And we have to send some devotees to the other side of the street so that it's not getting too packed out. Right. We're not hitting the same person again. So yeah, on a good day when the sun is shining and everyone's feeling it, it's like a really nice festival. Um, we normally put out the locations a month in advance. Nice. We share it on WhatsApp groups and on Facebook and on our Instagram page. 
I think the devotees have been coming together every month or so, discussing the location that they want to do, and then uh, sharing that information with other people. And then we're just messaging throughout the week who can join us, who can come, who can drive, who can pick up books, who can lead group, and who can distribute. It's really nice, it's a really good buzz. Um, yeah, actually, right now you're making me really miss it. I hope lockdown is <laughs> <laughs> so we can we, we can be back out on the streets again. Yeah, I think uh, the whole world is uh, sort of waiting to get back out there. Um, <laughs> and in terms of book distribution, how do, do you guys uh, have specific people doing it? How do you guys train? Is there some sort of uh, system you have in place for that? Sure. So we have a book table with a book stand. And normally we have half the devotees on the Kirtan mat and half of us distributing books. When the kirtan mat gets full, everyone's got to be on the books. Hmm. Um, and normally, some devotees really have a certain inclination. Yeah. Like I very rarely go on the kirtan mat. <laughs> um, I'm just like a bit of a sucker for the books; just can't keep my hands off them. Um, in terms of training, I guess we try and teach people and share people book, share book distribution skills with people right there on the streets. Right. So we would um, personally approach people in our friendship circle to just say, hey, why don't you try it? Let's uh, let's go out, let's do some book distribution. I'll pick you up even. I'll give you a lift. Mm. And then um, naturally when it's your first time or when you're very, very new to the service, you're feeling a bit reluctant, a bit nervous, a bit anxious. And that's totally expected because everyone went through that in the beginning. Um, and then I just share what Bhattisika Rubish shares. I just speak about the radar, stopping people, um, and she can share a few tips about the power of prayer. And it's always nice to kind of pair up the new distributors with some experienced distributors. And, and you learn very soon that actually it's a matter of the heart. Mm. At the end of the day, they're not going to remember what you said. They're going to they're remember how you made them feel. So we try and emphasize that. Don't get too bogged down with the technicalities of book distribution. Just have a good time, have a laugh, enjoy with your friends, and see the beauty of Krishna consciousness and see how these books are really touching people's hearts. And when we see these books touching people's hearts, then our hearts will automatically be touched. So come out, have an experience, and um, there's always support if it's needed. That's that's such a fantastic point you made. I mean, it's true that it's the hardest part about Sankirtan is actually just going out, you know. I think Mishra Prabhu says it all the time. The yeah, you're not touching the pavement, and it is fun and easy <laughs> once you're, uh -huh. you know, really out there. And I think also, like, for the future of Sankirtan, you know, I think you guys are sort of very inspirational for us that, you know, it's, it's young people which are doing this. So, so what do you think, you know, are the major challenges or sort of mental blocks that we, like, sort of the next generation of the ISKCON youth would have for doing, you know, book distribution per se? Have you come across any specific trends or patterns that you see which challenge people? Yeah, I guess book distribution, Sankirtan, Harinam, it kind of had its connotations with the old ISKCON, so to speak. Oh, it's what we did back in the day. It's what they did to get the numbers up back in the day, but now it's not so relevant. But if you go on the streets today and you meet people and you happen to have that heart-to-heart -heart connection, you realize that they're actually waiting for someone to, from their heart, give them something spiritual. A lot of the places we visit... If we haven't visited in a while, some people will say, oh, are you guys still around? Right. We've been waiting for people like you. And like you said, they really, really appreciate it when young people are there. Because 
religion, spirituality, that's associated with the older generation. It's something I'll do when I'm retired. But if people see that young people are into it, young people who also have the choice of getting into illicit things, getting into frivolous activities, then they'll think, oh, maybe there's something in this. So I guess in terms of encouraging people my age, other youth to come out, it's like, let's just have an experience. Let's just have some experience raw Krishna consciousness, you know? Because all services are special, but when you're out there on the streets and you're presenting Krishna consciousness in this capacity, in a way that there's no hiding from it, there's no escape, it is what it is. You're giving the holy name, you're giving the, the books, the, the holy books, um, you're giving prashad, it's all very raw, nothing's covered, um, it's not very bridge at all. So because you're doing this, um, it's like, and, and when there's no escape, um, the impact is very, very like, 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 I wouldn't say forceful, but it's very obvious. Mm. And people receive it because they know what they're getting, you know? Yeah, that's nice. I think also it's, it's just the fact that it does so much for yourself as well, just going out mm -hmm. in the sense of, like, I personally just felt like, okay, there is like a pride of being Hare Krishna. Like, you know, you actually like feel like, okay, I'm, I'm a part of this thing. And, you know, this, there's a mission and there is a, there's a direction to go in. There's a goal, perhaps, that we want to meet. Uh, so it's, it's very dynamic in that sense. Um, what do you think would, would be the challenges that you have faced over all these years? Sort of, have there been some, you know, recurring themes of challenges? And how do you sort of work through those? I guess one thing is conviction. Mm. I think Bhutabhavna Prabhu, he says, your outreach is as good as your inreach. And so I've noticed it when my sadhan has not been the best. I've had a late night and the next day is a Sankitan day and I'm out on the streets. It's so easy for the modes to hit you, you know? Mm. And you do start to question yourself, like, why am I out here? You know, it's, especially in the winter in London, Oh, it's freezing cold. Yeah. And at some at some point, it's like there's nobody else on the street because it's that cold. But still, you've committed to the yagya, so you're doing it. You start to question it. So I guess, um, yeah, this is one of the big challenges because it's very, very raw and in your face um, and you can't really dress it up. Um, you have to have a strong morning program, strong sadhana, and then that's lacking. Then you are going to face more challenges on the streets. Um, I guess motivation is a big thing, mm. but I guess we can overcome that if we have strong Sangha. One thing we try to do with SSP is um, have these uh, kind of programs, they're called SSP after parties. Nice. So like a Sankitan Sangha, I think they're like every every month after a day out on Sankitan, we go to one of the devotees' homes. It'd be nice Prashad, nice Kirtan, nice Bhajans. We've got a really, really nice group of kirtanis, so the kirtan's always going to be very, very powerful and very nourishing as well. And then we reflect, we speak about the day, how did it go, where were we lacking, what do we need to work on, um, and just have nice, strong, basic relationships. When it's someone's birthday, splash out on a cake and celebrate their life, celebrate their achievements, glorify the devotees, appreciate them. And in this way, if we have that strong sangha, then when we go out onto the streets, whatever was lacking internally can be overcome.
that's that's amazing. I mean, I think that's what you know we are looking for as devotees. You know, a group to just mm. really be ourselves with and. Uh, I mean, just hearing it, you know, makes me feel like I want to, you know, come by and experience it sometimes. Please come. <laughs> that's that's so wonderful, you know. And I think just the fact that you've been able to sustain it, you know, there's always ebbs and flows, but doing it over these years uh, brings that maturity to the team as well. You know, you can see the mem- like the people sort of grow and um, and also, you know, age in, in their in their Krishna consciousness. Any any sort of interesting experiences you've had. On, on the street of sort of long-term experiences where people have really taken it up and any sort of, uh, you know, moments of, wow, you know, that this was, this was Lord Chaitanya, definitely. Any, oh, anything yeah. comes to mind? This is like the best question. I mean, because <laughs> I love speaking about Sankirtan stories. Um, there was one time, I think it was Marathon 2016, so we're distributing books in Croydon. This is like in South London. Mm. Must have been about 6, 7 p.m. I think everyone was really feeling the buzz. The books were flying. And we were in the shopping center, a pedestrianized street. And there was one lady, she was speaking to her friend, maybe about two meters away from where the book distributors were. And normally, it's not really recommended that you just wait for a particular person. Marathon is like, you just go, go, go. You know, you want to give out the mercy. It's a mercy dash. But for some reason, on that occasion, I felt inspired to wait for this one lady and see if she'd be interested in taking a book. So I observed her, she was speaking to her friend. And then after a couple of minutes, she started leaving her friend's association and I approached her. And I had a book of Gita in my hand. And I said to her, you know, hi, how are you? How's it going? We're distributing these books. We're sharing, we're sharing um, these books here. And she showed the Bhagavad Gita in my hand. Or oh, I think I must have placed it in her hand by this time. And she was like, oh, wow. You know, this is really, really funny that you're approaching me today because just the other day, a couple of days back, I was watching this film with my friend. We were both on the sofa and we are watching this film. And in the film, in the scene, there was a bookshelf. And on that bookshelf, there was this book. And it was the Bhagavad Gita. And for some reason, out of nowhere, I exclaimed to my friend, oh, look, it's a Bhagavad Gita. But I was really, really shocked because at that point in time, I hadn't seen or heard of a Bhagavad Gita before. And so um, she said, it's very, very strange and really fitting that you're approaching me with this book today. I was like, yeah, maybe you should take it. And she gave a nice donation. She took it and I was like, wow, you know, how did that happen? That's just... And we get no words, no words. Definitely Lord Chaitanya and his mercy. That's incredible. Yeah, there's, uh, there's, it's so real that, you know, it just couldn't be anything else. You know, the coincidence of it is, it's just too, mm-hmm. the probability is too low for it to just be a coincidence. <laughs> definitely. Wow, that's, that's amazing. And, and I think, you know, th- there are devotees all over the world who experience these things. So thank you for sharing that. I think this, you know, platform for us on the podcast is to hear things like these and, sort of you know we got to preach to ourselves uh, so to speak you know but you know building our own conviction and faith uh, just hearing that made me feel so much so much better so thank you for sharing that um i think my next question would be you know the big the big word i'm going to put out here is follow up you know it's 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 con's uh, favorite topic right now um and i'm just wondering you know of course i i know the 
UK has very nice systems. So how how is the SSP sort of, is it just plugging people into these systems or are you guys doing something different? How do you manage your contacts? Do you take them, technology, et cetera? Just want to hear what, 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 what do you guys do? Yeah, no, it's an important question. Follow up. It's a big one. Um, so right now, we don't really have like a, a structure in place as such. So what we've been doing is we've been asking the devotees, if there's someone that you feel is ready for the next step mm-hmm. and they're really interested, take their number and um, follow up with them yourself. Mm. See what they're into, what they like, what their background is. And yeah, you mentioned that, that London has so many different preaching programs, things that we can offer them. So yeah, we would encourage our, our team members to kind of plug them in like that. Um, but I guess the next step is to have a structured follow-up program. And I think that's something we've been thinking about, mm-hmm. but I guess now just got to implement it. One thing we did, we are kind of experimenting right now with is um, as a little lockdown program. So during lockdown, out of the blue, I received a WhatsApp message from someone that I distributed a book to um, maybe a year ago or so. Wow. So in March this year, I received a message from someone and I probably distributed a book to her a year back. Um, yes, I don't think we really spoke much on WhatsApp in that year, but out of the blue, she messaged me and she said, Rishi, this lockdown, this coronavirus situation, it's really driving me crazy. So I decided to take out the Bhagavad Gita and um, I just wanted to message you and tell you about it. And I shared this with our group. And one of them said, you know what you should do? Now that you guys can't go out on the streets to distribute books, you guys should have like a, a reading program with them. Mm. And I was thinking, why not? So we set it up. It's very, very small at the moment. What we did was we reached out to all of our contacts that we've collected in the past few years asked the wider Sankatan team for their contacts, messaged them, emailed them, did like a massive push to get in touch with them. And whatever responses we received, we said, okay, let's have a Zoom call. And we started reading the Bhagavad Gita with them. And we've been reading the Bhagavad Gita with them for about four months now. We're just about to start chapter four. Wow. And we started with maybe about eight of them on the call. And now there's three of them, but these three, they're solid, like really enthusiastic, really sincere. And then we started a Japa program with them. Wow. So every Saturday in the morning, uh, we chant with them. And yeah, it's been a really nice program. So we kind of like had like a, a separate team for that follow up. And it's been great, like how from this one contact, this two minute interaction on the streets, years ago even, has now come to us having regular sangha with them. We actually met up with them the other day, actually, in a don't worry, in a social distance um, space. <laughs> and um, yeah, one of them is chanting five rounds now. Another one is um, uh, trying to chant as much as possible. So yeah, it's been really nice. But I guess now we've got to kind of see how we can give it more structure and roll out in a, in a bigger way That's, as lockdown starts to ease. That is so inspiring to hear because I mean, you know, just seeing those are the fruits, you know, of all the labor which devotees put through. And and I think, you know, it's it's never going to be about the numbers, you know, it's always about that one-to-one connection. And I think it's that balance of, you know, having a system, but also having that personal connection. So I think, you know, when both of those are together, because systems can't, you know, 
ink sort of people change people's hearts it's always going to be people yeah. you know so i find that um, that's really inspiring because uh, i also feel that just the time we're living in is giving us an opportunity which uh, which is very special because people's uh, i think foundation has been shaken a little bit and you know people want to ask deeper questions perhaps find some answers which uh, we might be able to assist them in exploring so i do think yeah, that uh, our roles uh, as devotees is going to hold a lot more importance and you know we really need to sort of step up to the plate so to speak yeah uh, we have that responsibility isn't it yeah totally and i think uh, it's also that people might just be ready to hear you know some sort of deeper truths mm. uh, which uh, they might not be previously yeah because everything that they place their faith in the economy spending politics spending their jobs their bosses even their families obviously families are great but krishna consciousness is the thing that can be a real shelter and we're in a really really fortunate position to be able to deliver that yeah that's that's amazing so i think i mean it's a good side step into sort of where do you guys see yourself what sort of vision do you have for the team you know going ahead is there some things you really want to do that's on your bucket list tell me more about oh, that an ss <laughs> an ssp bucket list huh i think i might have to uh, speak to the team about that <laughs> that'd be really nice to do well, we've always had this dream of going to europe and having like a uh, a sankirtan tour wow. that would be nice um but i guess the natural next step as the team is white growing a little bit and as you mentioned follow up is to change our focus from inspiring devotees to join us mm. to inspiring the people that we meet mm. because if you look at our facebook our instagram is all about it's it looks quite devotion right you know, mahaprabhu's mercy prabhupada said this right but now i think what will really create waves now that we've got like a solid foundation of sankirtan is the follow up and how we can kind of take this experiment that we had during lockdown and give it some structure and see how we can take people that we meet on uh, on the next step to the next step yeah i mean i think it's uh, i think i feel like this discussion is happening in so many pockets in the movement uh, you know we ourselves been discussing about a lot of these sort of next step funnels if you may not the best word to use but uh, it's really what it is is you know making sure people are you know kept in touch with and as we yeah as we expand our horizons they, you know we sort of boil the milk a little bit also so to speak mm. yeah no, definitely definitely but obviously not at the expense of sankirtan yeah just uh just to kind of show that this is what sankirtan is doing once we've got that personal connection that we made on the streets once we've um given them the book and they're taking it home they've got to read the book but how can they read the book um well, we can encourage them to we can help them and i think that's uh, that will also add so much value to the sankirtan and people for serving clients to do it even more yeah totally i mean i think uh, it's uh, just a matter of add-ons and packages you know like vishesh kumar mm-hmm. says that it's about just you know it's more than the book there's a whole package behind it you know 
of support services of a sewer of services. Um, so yeah, that's it's incredible, and I, I feel like you are well placed to sort of you know move in that direction. Um, yeah, it's just it's just inspiring actually to hear uh, hear from you. What I have next, which I wanted to ask you, is you know as you know as we you know eventually we're going to get out of this lockdown and things like that. Uh, what like what would you say you know to sort of our next generation or our generation of you know the mid twenties to to really who have not tried this and perhaps are on the edge, you know, is there a message you would like to tell them that how can they just experience it for themselves the first time at least? Mm. I think one perspective was given by uh, one of our mentors in, in Pandavasena. Her name is um, Her Grace Suchirana Devi Dasan. She says that Sankitan is your one-stop shop. And then similarly, one of our Sankitan generals, he's no longer serving in the team, but he's always one of our generals. His name's Gokrishna, Gokrishna Prabhu, um, the famous Kirtaniya. Yeah, I know him. He says, um, you know him? Yeah. He says that um, whatever you're looking to develop, you can find it on the streets. So for those people who may be a little bit shy or may think that Sankitan is too much of a step outside of their comfort zone, one way, one way we can think is that whatever we want to gain, is it tolerance? Is it patience? Do we want to learn how to pray better? Do we want to develop humility? Do we want to see what surrender is like? Whatever we're looking to gain, whatever struggles we've got in our Krishna consciousness, go to the streets, try and distribute books. And in this way, you will learn how to develop those qualities because you're forced to develop them in that arena of Sankirtan. You're forced to become humble. You're forced to be patient. And you can't do Sankirtan if you haven't got these qualities. And if you can, but the point I'm trying to make is that Sankirtan forces you to develop them. So that's a nice way to kind of dip our toes into the vast depths of the ocean of mercy that is Sankirtan. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a nice perspective. I think, you know, there's a lot of sort of personal development and growth that happens at a very fast pace, you know, when you're sort of trying to approach a person or like in Toronto, you know, where it's super cold, you know, when you just outside a door and you just, you know, like scared to knock it or, but just when you're with the team and you do it and you get over that fear, I feel it translates a lot into other aspects of your life where you're probably not ready to take that step. And it's like, Hey, I, I did this, you know, like, yeah, I can start this project or, you know, pursue this skill or whatever. So there, there is a lot of sort of transfusion that can happen with that confidence that you gain. Definitely, definitely. Because yeah, Krishna consciousness, life isn't just about things in blocks. Everything feeds into everything else. And the experiences you gain on Sankirtan, they, they'll serve you for life. They're very, very special. They're very hope-giving, faith-giving. Uh, everything you want, one-stop shop. <laughs> totally, that's amazing! Wow. Well, thank you so much, Rishi Prabhu. It's uh, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you. I have a couple of questions before we get into our sort of Sankirtan Six rapid fire. Uh, the one question which I love asking, which uh, which is that, if the SSP had all the people and all the money in the world, what would you guys do? What would you guys do? And I can give you some ideas. Like you would organize an event, or you would. Want to sip tea with the queen? I don't know. Herbal tea. Wow. Well, three words come to mind. Or four words. 
Radha Damodar bus party. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. I think we've always spoken about this also. We should get a bus. Um, but if we've, got, if we've got all the money in the world, then we'll get a bus and many satellites. It'll be nice. Wait, does this, in this scenario of yours, I like this very much. <laughs> in this scenario of yours, does this mean that we have to, we can give up our jobs? Is that being sorted? Well, you have all the money and all the people, so you can do what you like. <laughs> well, I guess we, some of us might have to go full time. <laughs> we would, uh, maybe we'd attach ourselves to the different centers across the UK. This is the dream. Wow. Thank you. Um, we'd have a bus per center. Each bus would have many satellite buses. And following the footsteps of Tamar Krishna Maharaj, Vishnu Jal Maharaj, and the Radha Damodar bus party, maybe we just, um, all day, book distribution, Sanctum, Harinam, trying to share the mass as much as possible, and spreading outside of London, because uh, in the UK, Krishna consciousness is very much concentrated in London. Of course, we have beautiful temples and, and very, very wonderful devotees outside of London, but it'd be nice to kind of Blood that Sankatan spirit a bit more widely across the UK and assist at the other temples in their service. Wow. Well, we pray that, uh, you know, Krishna, if he so desires, may fulfill that desire. By your mercy. Well, that's that's amazing. Yeah, it's always nice to, you know, like think big. You know, Mishra always tells us that, you know, think big, you know, because, you know, mm-hmm. anything is possible in, in, in the mission. Um, that's wonderful. Mm. Well, before we close and go into the rapid fire, any any sort of funny, difficult interaction you want to share with us? Any sort of memorable thing that has happened with the SSP uh, flagship story people laugh about or you know cry about? Anything comes to mind? I think the first thing is uh, not so funny, but very hope giving. Um, I think it was Gita Jayanti. And whenever it's Gita Jayanti, it's the marathon. And on Gita Jayanti in the marathon, we always think, how can we distribute as many Gitas as possible? And this is one of my favorite Sankirtan stories. So it was raining very, very hard. And I think it was my first marathon, maybe 2015, 2015. And I was just like feeling very, very enthusiastic somehow. We were going to go to Shepherd's Bush, one of SSP's most favorite Sankirtan locations. And it started raining very heavily. And I took four boxes of Bhagavad Gita's with us and a massive suitcase of books. And Gaur Krishna was going to meet me there. And we were having a very, very tough time. In the beginning, it was just us two. And then one devotee, Partha Sarathi Prabhu, he joined us later. One uh, devotee, Tanya Matajan, who joined us later. But for the majority of the time, it was uh, Gokrishna and I. And we were struggling like anything. The rain was coming. Everyone was saying, no, 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 no. We didn't even have an umbrella. And then Gokrishna and I decided, okay, we've got no choice. We're going to have to do some different. Mm. Try and get some empowerment from Prabhupada. So we started chanting Prabhupada for Nam Mantra. And as we were chanting, this guy walked past, he looked at us, and he gave us his umbrella. Wow. He said, you guys need this more than I do. So that was a little bit of hope. Gokushan and I looked at each other, smiled, and thought, let's focus on this pranam mantra. And then we started doing a bit of kirtan. After about five minutes of kirtan, we just thought, okay, let's give this a go again. And then 
somehow. It just happened. Between us, probably able to distribute about 40 Gitas. Um, the small books and the mediums were just flying out like anything. We knew it definitely wasn't us. Somehow, Prabhupada intervened and he was distributing. And we were just very fortunate to be his instruments. So that day on, we realized that this service is very, very special. This service we can't take for granted. And if we want to meet Prabhupada, we can meet him on the streets. Wow. That's beautiful. I think we can sort of end with that anecdote. And, you know, if you want to meet Prabhupada, we can meet him on the streets. That's that's just that's just powerful and super inspiring. I'm already like feeling, you know, which I haven't felt in a long time that, you know, I really want to go out on the streets, uh, you know, and just get back out there. So thank you so much, uh, Rishi Prabhu, for, you know, giving us this sort of inspiring words and telling us about what's happening around the world. You know, it really breathes life into the rest of the teams. And I really uh, think that, you know, even though we are disconnected by geography, we are actually, you know, one world and one team, you know, pushing this movement forward. So thank you so much. Uh, and before I let you go, we got a rapid fire for you. Just some, you know, fast six questions. Um, tell us, you know, in a few words, what comes to your mind. So, first one, uh, one dream person to distribute a book to. Uh, past, present, future. You can pick anyone. Donald Trump. Ooh. I'm sure he needs one. Uh, one person you want to go on Sankirtan with. Past, present, future. Sutapa. Sutapa. Always Sutapa. He's so amazing. Um, all-time favorite book to distribute? Gotta be the Gita. Classic. Nice. Um, reply with one word what you feel. Prabhupada. Love. Sankirtan. Love. <laughs> <laughs> and Bhagavatam. Trying to love. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Rishi Prabhu. It's been such a pleasure speaking with you and, you know, getting to know you. Uh, I've personally been a big fan of, of the team there. And um, and I think it's just nice to be able to, you know, get your message out and what you guys are doing down there. So that's it from us here, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Leave us a review and make sure you share this episode because you grow by giving. We'll see you in the next one. Stay safe and Hare Krishna. Thank you.